Welcome back to the Kratos Chat Podcast with me, Will Gaunt, and Mike Catris. Yo. Today, we have, obviously, as you can see from Mike's camera, if you're watching us on YouTube, we have uh, Maddie on the show with us again. Hello, Maddie. Hi. Um, yeah, so we're going to kind of talk through what's kind of happened over the last couple of weeks. I know Maddie and uh, Mike have just made an announcement on social media. You guys are now sponsored by Rain. We also kind of want to talk through the uh, announcements by CrossFit about the semifinals because it's a pretty big deal. Finally know where they're going to be. So I'd love to get your guys' uh, opinions on that as well. So um, best place to start with, I guess, would be Maddie. What's it like having Mike at home with you all the time? It's all right. I have to say nice things because he's here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Um, I, I'm enjoying it. It's it's certainly in lockdown, nice to have the company. And in terms of training, it's so much nicer to have mm. someone um, with me to push. Um, I suppose there's, there's quite a lot of boys in the house. I'm a bit outnumbered, but so obviously Charlotte doesn't isn't moved in as such, but I'm used to it. I lived with all boys at uni and it's all right it's not as yeah. bitchy and we're and we're all welsh as well and you, and yeah the rugby's an issue the six nations um there's a bit of a rift with that but yeah. we'll see yeah, yeah no it's good i'm enjoying it it's good fun it's certainly um a really good opportunity to like fully focus on team stuff yeah yeah so like kind of what's what's it been like having sort of because i know you do train with um Owen a little bit here and there but what's it kind of been like having both Owen and Mike there now as in from them being a coach well a coaching perspective. I guess I guess like because before you cut you guys kind of met up like sort of once a month obviously Owen's Owen wasn't in that equation but what's it kind of like to now have Mike there all the time where it's like he's both there as a coach and as a teammate all the time oh it's good it's certainly not I'm not worse off for it it's yeah, it, it's nice to have a coach's eyes on you all the time. And um, obviously I've always followed programming, but I'm sure most people who are probably listening, you follow a program and it's, you can sometimes just go through the motions and do, just get through it. Whereas now you've got to do it with some purpose because one, your coach is watching you and two, we follow pretty much the same things. So we can go against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. I don't, I don't know if you've got any more to add to it in terms of. It's definitely from an accountability point of view. It's just like, like you said, because we're, we're doing the same stuff. Um, you you can't just have those sessions where you're like, oh, I'm just going to get through this like nice and steady and not fat because somebody like if I do that, she'll absolutely hammer me in a workout and you're like, oh, I can't let that happen. And vice versa, like yeah. if she like lets her foot off a gas, then I'll beat her on that. And she doesn't want that to happen. So it just it keeps you accountable for those sessions where you're like one in three, one in four sessions where you just be like, OK, I'm just going to just get through this sort of thing. It just it, it, it helps you improve the the bad sessions that little bit more yeah I was going to say certainly the sessions that are like weaknesses so we're actually quite good in that we've got like your gymnastics is a strong point where it's nice for me to go against Mike and I think in those sessions on my own maybe I'm guilty for just plodding through it because it's stuff I don't like so the intensity has been added in onto workout and we're all guilty for it you don't try as hard in a workout that you don't like or you like preempt is going to be rubbish you just kind of well, self-fulfilling prophecy isn't it you'll just do badly in it anyway so that that's definitely helped like working weaknesses together yeah and how's like i was going to ask as well like has your 
I guess as individuals now, has like your focus changing? I guess you can kind of ask this, um, answer this from a programming perspective, because that's mostly what I'm looking for, Mike. But I guess now that you're together regularly, has does that like alter how you would program things now in a way? Um, or would yeah, you- a little bit in terms of like the days that we're training, knowing when we're going to get everybody together. So when Owen and, and Charles are going to be here as well, like knowing we're going to have um, like a, a, a team day um sort of thing and and but also knowing that like with Mads and Charles are on similar programs like slightly tweaked for their own individual like strengths and weaknesses I'm following basically what I'm giving Mads on the days that we're training together so that we can train together yeah. um, and we'll go off and work on our own individual bits sort of three four days a week and then two or three days a week when we're like we'll hammer it as against each other Mm. And that's like, okay, it's time, time to show up and time to switch on sort of thing for those sessions. Mm. So it's nice to sort of separate yourself and be like, okay, this session is just me working on some weaknesses. Now this session is me like, we're going for it, you know? Yeah. yeah, and I suppose we had, like, now we're living together. We do our individual training together before the living together thing. It would be when we meet up, we just do team stuff. Mm-hmm. So just worm, just synchro team workouts, because that's what we needed to practice. Whereas now the majority of the week is spent doing individual workouts, but together. Mm-hmm. And then we have little, we have team sessions like incorporated in every so often. And mm. um, so there's a difference with that. Yeah. Okay. So um, I mentioned at the beginning as well about sort of the rain sponsorship. Mike, do you want to kind of talk us through what's, what's gone on there? Yeah. So we've, um, we've announced today uh well it'd be yesterday now when this this comes out i guess um that we've uh just been sponsored so as the as four individuals or five individuals because alec as well um uh are, are being sponsored by rain but they're also sponsoring the team the athlete program team so maddie charlotte owen um alec and myself are now all officially rain athletes um and the athlete program is uh, is a rain team i guess so we're 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 really proud and happy to be involved with those guys. Like they, they've been really, really great in terms of what they're willing to do with us and how they're willing to help us grow and, and, you know, financially allowing us to, uh, to travel when we can to competitions without it sort of coming from my pocket, which is nice. Um, <laughs> and it's, um, and it's a, uh, it's a good position to be in. It's nice. It's nice to have back and it just feels like, yeah. uh, it just feel you feel like you've got some support, you know, but it's a bit of um like, I know we're going to move on to this, but it's a bit of a weight lifted financially. I think financially it's a little easier this year anyway, with that you're going to have one, two trips, like semi-finals games, as opposed to a sanction every other month or every month. Mm -hmm. But it's certainly nice um, that we can just concentrate and know that there's the backing um, and we're like going to be quite comfortable with being able to travel, compete and like help with all the bits that we need. They've been really Mm -hmm. good, actually. Yeah, really good, yeah. Yeah. So kind of obviously that's a nice segue then into sort of um, the, the uh, uh, changes that they kind of announced or the, the next stage, I guess, in terms of how it's going to look. Um, they've announced where the semifinals are going to be. Uh, now, I'm just pulling these out of my head. There's, I know there's two in Europe. There's one in Germany. Yeah. And then yeah. the other one is... Lowlands. 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 Yeah, I thought you sorry, yeah. So kind of, um, I guess, obviously linked in with kind of you talking about the sponsorship and the fact they were kind of willing to financially support you as well. Kind of talk us through your initial thoughts when you guys heard that it was going to be in Germany and France. 
Netherlands. 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 Sorry, excuse me. I thought. Uh, sorry, I said. I think everyone thought it was going to be France. That's yeah. why you keep getting confused. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it's been such it's such, been such a big comp. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I well, we were think we were thinking like predicting it. I um. I'm surprised because they're so close together. Mm-hmm. Um. But we were discussing that they're central, and if we're going to get seeded, so like team one go here two three four wherever you place in the quarters it yeah. kind of makes sense if they're close together because there's no like geographical advantage you've all got to go to central europe yeah um i don't know if there's another reason that they're so like geographically close together yeah i know that the fact as well that the the last two weekends of the four weekends that you're going to be seeing the the semi-finals and i don't know whether or not they're going to use like the same judges the same kit. volunteers the same kit or there's going to be some movement between that because it you know, you could easily drive from Germany to the Netherlands or vice versa. Yeah. Um, so there might be some logistical reason for them being as close together as that. I know personally, like when when people said that it was going to be two European um, continentals, I guess they're called now. Yeah, I think so. Um, the three, I had three on my list that I thought it was going to be between, and that was Filthy 150, Sid, and French Rodin. And it was none of those, and I was... So like, I was really surprised that it wasn't at least one of those. I was hoping, I was like, I thought it was going to be Sid. And mm. I was like, oh, it'd be really nice to like travel somewhere though. As great as Sid is, I love, I love, I've done the Sid comps and I love them. Yeah. I was like, it'd be nice to get out somewhere. Yeah. And, um, but I, I didn't predict any, I thought French. Like, yeah. Well, you, you still think it's French. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, in my head, I've just confirmed it's French. Uh, everyone else, when, when if I ever cover it, I'm just going to go to France. I'm not even going to bother going to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just going to um, re- record it from France. Yeah. Have you got? Have you guys got a preference as to which one you'd like? If you had the choice to go between one. Well, or you've the... been to Lowlands. I've been to Lowlands. It's great comp. Like really, really well run. And I've only heard really good things about Jim Throwdown as well. I've never been. Um, it was one that was on our potential list for last last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've, I've not got a... Um, there's not one that I don't want to go to if you, if you yeah, want to exactly. put it that way. Um, but I guess from, from our point of view, the, the big thing is that it's, we're still not really 100% like, likely that they're going to go ahead live in person yeah. because of the way that things are with coronavirus and all that sort of stuff so I'm, I'm not getting too carried away and too excited about the fact that they're going to be live but if there's one that looks more likely to be a live competition than the other I want to do that one mm. you know, I, I'm fed up with doing stuff online I want to do a real competition <laughs> yeah I was going to say I think I just want to go some like go to one if yeah, that makes and sense and actually compete yeah. I think Germany have already said it's going to be like behind no, closed door yeah, event no crowd, no crowd. Um, which obviously the, like the atmosphere is part of it but it, like it I wouldn't want to do it in a gym over doing it against another team even if there's no crowd mm-hmm. um so yeah just getting one of them would be amazing mm-hmm. so I guess yeah. in terms of um do you prefer I guess do you do you almost prefer like, we kind of had this discussion before about the whole sanctional model but I guess mm-hmm. Do you like the idea that they're together? Because you kind of alluded that to that bit earlier, or what do you kind of think, Mike? As in geographically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't mind. I think like, yeah, it doesn't make any real difference to us in terms of it's about the same distance to travel to either of them. Yeah. Um, you know, they they because they are so close together. So what Maddie said is right. I think like from a from a fairness point of view, it's obviously uh, obviously if you're in Germany or you're in the Netherlands, then you've got an advantage because you've got nowhere to travel, but. You know, if you're coming from 
if you were expected to be coming from Scandinavia to go to Italy, for instance, that's a long trip. Mm. Um, and, and vice versa, if you expected to go to Italy and, and you had to go to Reykjavik, you know, that's a much longer trip. Whereas if they're central within in the center of the of the continent, then it's about as fair as it can be because everybody's got the same sort of distance to travel. You know, yeah. nobody's at a massive advantage. So yeah, I get I get that from a, a logistical point of view. Um, and I think speaking to Ollie the other week on the podcast, I think that the plan is that there's probably going to be three competitions in Europe next year as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that this, the structure is going to stay the same, but I think that the, num- the number of events will grow. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think there's t- there was it was supposed to be originally, um, I don't know if this is official or not, um, but there was supposed to be 12, 12 yeah. um, which was going to be another one American and another one European event. Um, well, like they were basing it on so the way they were kind of picking how many were going to kind of do it um they were going to have in each continent what did you say like per twenty thousand? like yeah, per twenty thousand round number oh of so it's done that. off like the numbers in yeah. each place okay um sense. in which case yeah. that that would have made sense for them to do 12 but i think again the other reason they might they might not have done it in the uk and and france because of covid you know like and we're not in the best place in the world at the moment in terms of like to run right. an event the likelihood of if ollie was going to have to put on an event in Sid, the the likelihood of that going ahead is I don't know if he could book somewhere at the moment. Pretty the pretty low, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, well what kind of I guess what are your kind of concerns with if it were to be a if it were to be a live comp, they were to turn around and kind of actually no, let's go in a different direction. I think what I kind of want to get get to the bottom of what what do you guys kind of think about like sort of the the information and how it's kind of been drip fed in a way because we we're kind of uh, wait what I want to say like five weeks away from those quarterfinals now. That'd be right. Yeah. From the quarterfinals. Yeah. 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 So the, yeah, the Open's three weeks away. Yeah. There's three weeks of the Open, so that's six, seven. So eight weeks until the first quarter, the individual quarterfinals, 10 weeks until the team quarterfinals, Ten weeks, sorry. 13 weeks until the first, the first semifinals. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's same, same, but different when you look at like the way things were back in regional days. Like, in, the difference was in regional days, you knew where it was going to be. That it wasn't like a, a bidding process for us to, yeah. like, I want to host it, you want to host it sort of thing. So it was always either, you know, originally when it was in Copenhagen, then it moved to Madrid and then it moved to Berlin. But it was like that was done right at the start of the season and it was announced that's where it was going to be. So, um, yeah, I just think it's, it is what it is, isn't it? Like Yeah, I think it, like, I think, it, the information's come of quite thick and fast over the last two weeks in the build up to the open. I thought I was I was slightly personally irritated in the delay of like the the rule book being announced. Mm, yeah, yeah. And that was really like you had to decode what all of that meant. And now it's come like the information, I think it's all going to be out well well before the open. Now we've got the semi-final dates, locations. The only thing we we don't know and we're kind of guessing is how which one you go to. Like mm. do you get a choice? out of the two or are you going to be seeded like that's that's really the only thing the bit of information that we don't know now because i mean you know you require visas like there's all kind of hoops to jump through with travel now so like brexit there is yeah Yeah. like as a uk team we're a bit stuffed I i don't know if we'll have to quarantine yeah i guess i mean the reality is that or the likelihood is that if we are going to have to go somewhere and it is going to go ahead then we're probably going to have to go out there for 10 days and at test, least yeah. before or, you know, be pr- provide a, a 
positive you know, negative tests before, the, you go, before we yeah. go and all that sort of stuff which is obviously all going to cost money but it's that's the time we're living in at the moment you know so if, uh, I'd, I'd happily jump through those hoops if it means we get to compete oh yeah I'd definitely go out and like quarantine if it meant that we could and like you were saying maybe like all competitors will be told to stay in the same hotel or yeah. Um, use the same facilities for 10 days it'd be interesting to see like I just like, when I thought about it I just put my like event organizers head on and I was kind of like how would I yeah. run this event like how because at the moment it must be an absolute nightmare to try and consider that and what I thought was if you're going to do it but you book a hotel that was a bubble for all of the athletes had to stay in that hotel you didn't have the option of staying anywhere else all of the volunteers everybody that's involved in that competition has to stay in that place yeah. Um, and you'd organise shuttles to and from the competition. So it's like, there's the bubble, there's the bubble, and there's no intermixing in between. But by yeah. that point, we just don't know, like with how the vaccination programmes, at least going in the UK, we could, like like me as a 28-year-old, I'm due my first one in June. Mm. So we could, you know, you just don't know, you don't know what's going to happen next week, let alone in 13 weeks before the semi-final. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of time, lots, lots of stuff to play out. It's a bit it? of wait and see. You don't, like you're saying, you don't want to get your hopes too high for a live one, but you can't help but be like, it was ages away, but it's been like a year and a half. But we'll just, yeah, wait and see. And how are you guys kind of feeling about your prospects for the semi finals and then potentially the games then? Got to get to the semi finals first. <laughs> yeah, so see what the quarterfinals are like. I, th- the, I think the, the, yeah, we'll see what the quarterfinals are like, but. Like I'm confident that our battle is at the semi-finals to get to the games, mm-hmm. not at the quarters to get to the semis. I like, I don't know. I like that's we just don't know. We don't know who the other teams are. Yeah, we'll soon find out. I mean, I'm all all I know is as as sort of coaching the guys is no, I know where the guys are in terms of how fit we all are, how strong we all are, um, and you know, individually we're in we're in four good places. Mm. Um, and when we've trained together as a team, we've done we've trained together more as a team now with the whole with me and Owen moving up, and um, we train more together as a team than any other team that I've ever been involved with. Um, so we're in a we're in a good place as a team as well. So that's all we can do. We can just focus on controlling what we can control. We can't control anything else. We can't control whether or not the event's going to go ahead live. We can't control what's going to get programmed, and we can't control who's going to decide to go team this year. Mm. You know. It, there could be five or six teams in Europe of people that want to go and have been individuals for the last 10 years and decide they want to go team this year. And if that's the case, then mm. it's going to be a tough category to get out of. But, you know, we, we can just focus on ourselves and do our best. I was going to ask you earlier, actually, Maddie, how, you, how have you been um, finding the sort of the prep up to the Open? Because I remember you saying it was it feels a little bit different than when yeah. you're as an individual. I've been, yeah. So I've been, well, the, now the structure's changed. There's always a pressure before. It's like, oh, where am I going to place in the UK? Because like, mm. when you get around the top 10 mark, you, you're kind of like, all out, I want to place as best I can. But now it's in the continent. I've kind of, I, I'm not as fussed. Mm. Um, I was saying my training's so different because normally I'd peak for the Open, especially with the Open workouts the last few years being qualifiers for a bunch of sanctionals. And I don't quite feel like I'm peaked for like my performance in the open, but Mike keeps reassuring me that that's not where I want to peak. I'm going to essentially train through the open. That's yeah. not like a big competition, which is weird. It just feels weird. Like um, normally, where are we? Three weeks out, is mm-hmm. it? Three weeks out. Normally I'd be a bit more like really intense, like 
right, traditional CrossFit open style workouts and I'm not hitting those yet, but I, I don't need to. So I just need to calm down and trust the process, to be honest. But. Yeah, I, I guess there's like less emphasis on the open. Well, not less emphasis, but like yeah, more, yeah there, more is. there is. Yeah, it's not less emphasis on the open, isn't that? Yeah, I don't want to be peaking at the open because I'm not going to be able to maintain that kind of performance for a month into the quarters and for another month into the semis. It's just not. I'll just burn out. Yeah. So I just need to maybe accept the fact that I might be a few places down on what I would be last year, but that's. Like the goal isn't to do well in the open. The goal is to do well a bit off, like on from that. So, well, I guess like if you were, if we were going by like last or last season's model, it would be that you train as hard as you can in your position to kind of get that first place. But then you yeah. have a big gap. Whereas if you aim for that first place now, you'd essentially be wasting energy because you've got another really intense comp two weeks. Yeah, and, and, and that first place doesn't mean anything now. You don't have a national champion. Yes, it'd be great. It'd be awesome to be the best in the UK. Like that's amazing. But it, it, you don't get to the games with it. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. And you look at the stuff we've done in the past as a, as a team, as a squad, you know, competitions. I, I don't think we've won or come in the top, maybe even three in any qualifiers going into any of the competitions we've ever done. But we podiumed at the comps. I'm like, as far as I'm concerned, like qualifiers are a stepping stone. Like they're there to qualify you for the competition. They're exactly competition that. Competition is yeah. 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 It was like um, Matt Fraser was pissed one year that he like won the Open, wasn't he? He was like, no, like, I don't want to win the Open. I want to win the games. I've yeah. done it wrong. So <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's how the top athletes do it. Yeah. Yeah. Our goal is to, to we'll be simmering quite nicely, hopefully, you know, if I'm doing my job right. Uh, <laughs> simmering quite nicely, get to the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals, we'll be like, okay, we're feeling good. Go some, yeah. And then we get to the semifinals and it's like, we are in the best shape we can possibly be at that point. And if that's the case and we show up and all four of us are in as good a shape as we can be, I know that we're going to be hard to beat. So that's that's all we can do. Make us make us as hard to beat as we can. Exactly. Well, watch this space then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Cool. Uh, I think that's a good spot to sort of wrap it up. Is there anything else that you guys kind of want to talk about at all? Or? No, 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 no. All good. Today. Cool. Nice yes, yeah, as always. Great having you on the podcast again, Maddie. Hopefully, we'll uh, get you on again Thank soon. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm sure I'll see you soon. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.